0: Hello, and welcome to the 7th River. I'm your gracious host, Flame Void. And today's topic, we're talking about the right to choose. Now, when you really get into talking about the right to choose, there's different aspects of it depending on where you sit. The truth is, and this is the bottom line up front, everyone has to choose. Whether it's a man choosing a woman or a woman choosing to be with a man or the person in general choosing to be by themselves. We all have to make a choice at the end of the day. That's the beauty and the curse of being mortal. And as you know, this is a Christian channel, so even with your salvation, it's a choice, ladies and gentlemen. So as we get to our topic for today, I love to go over the right to choose with people because you choose everything you do in life. from where do you live? What job you want to be in? What major do you want to take in college? Or where you choose to dedicate your time and what you choose to do with your time? It's all important, a reflection of your soul. So when you end up with things that don't line up with what you thought you believed in, you have to ask your question, are you really living after your principles or is your true nature overriding what you thought you believed? And that goes hand in hand with the right to choose, all right? In many cases in this society, and let's just be open and honest about this, a lot of people think that they will get the best out of everything in life, or they should get more good turns than bad turns because they're a decent person, they're kind, they, they pay their taxes, and they do what they're supposed to do according to society, but that's not how anything works. Just doing the bare minimum, you will get the bare minimum. If you just go along with whatever comes to you, you could end up with a very decent life. But not one that you chose and not anything that you've actually pushed for. You'll end up in a place where you could be moderately happy, if not. But when you look back, you'll be disappointed because you never took the time to really try to do what you had it in your heart to do. Um, you wasted your time, your talent, and your drive. And I wouldn't want that or push that on anyone. Now, where this really takes a left-hand turn into relationships is that in today's society, as women get more money and get up the ladder and really get to experience what it's like to be in the dominant side of culture because let's be honest ladies and gentlemen based on education in the Western world, not just America, 60% 62% of all women are in college. They're getting all the degrees A majority. Most of your office workers are major city um, individuals going into the office and holding meetings, and many of your new nonprofits are mostly women. Highly empowered, highly educated, choosing their own destinies. It's beautiful, okay? In many cases, in the Western world, and the Western world, remember, is anything out of Europe all the way over there to Japan as well. You're usually your first world countries, this includes Australia. Women are beating males all the way up into their early 30s, and that's wonderful. Women are choosing where they're taking their time, and a lot of women are choosing the job, choosing the money, choosing the power to, to have the corner office, choosing to. Invest in what they think will make them happy, just like the men we invest in what we will make us happy all right and before we go any further, I will tell you that ladies if you're listening to this most men will choose conservative more Christian values than more of the liberal morals values of today just because in those there's a man man's power actually have power he actually has a place now with the right to choose my first point is that if you pay you get to say all right when you choose hey you're the captain of the ship You don't have to put it with anyone's crap in your ship, in your home, on your Facebook, on your whatever media. You can tell them to shove it. Because it's yours. You own it. You control it. You don't have to share power with anyone else. Because you're paying for it, you're leading it, you're doing it. And that's a wonderful thing because it's all on you. The problem comes with point two. Is that when you start to restrict your options. You start to restrict your option when you want to share your life with somebody else. When you want someone to move in. When you want to open parts of your life up that you haven't gone through. And you haven't done the work to really purge out of. You haven't spiritually gotten yourself together. Meaning that spiritually you believe in a faith that will hold you accountable in something that you will be held accountable to. Okay, and that's important. What you believe also dictates what you will allow. That in itself is a topic. But when you start to Once again, choose to be with somebody, share your life with somebody, they now get to have a say in what goes on. Now, if you are the main breadwinner in that situation, mostly men, there are some women, you don't always get the say because you're paying now it's a tightrope between you paying and them having a say because you find value in that individual and or in that relationship and now you have to balance between having the power to pay for everything in the home and your rights and your, your things that you think should be going on being respected versus the other person who is receiving the benefit of you paying everything. But you love them, and they love you, having the rights to speak their mind without feeling as if you paying for everything caps or stops what they think they could say. Because let's be honest, ladies and gentlemen, when you are in a relationship with anyone, you should be able to say what you think and say how you feel. You should be able to put up a picture of you in the living room, that you like and you both agree to have it up and the other person not to you is completely ugly take it off my walls I, don't, I will not allow you to hang that up that's a red flag the best I could say they're not in the living room because it's more private or tell me why you like that picture we can talk about it and learn why it's really important to the person if you think it's an ugly picture or otherwise That sort of compromise is needed. But in all things you're sharing with each other, why? In any relationship, any good relationship, it doesn't matter who's paying for things or who takes care of this or who does that. Are you being balanced and being fair with each other? Are you both doing your parts to enrich the relationship? Are you doing your part... To keep it fresh, to flush out the issues. Heck, this applies to even you single people out there. Are you taking the time with yourself to uh, confront and engage your personal issues? Your personal bullcrap that you know gets you tripped up every single time? Jealousy. Envying other people who have a better relationship than you. Um, not being forgiving not knowing how to let bygones be bygones not wanting to fully trust another individual with your heart not being honest and forthcoming about how you actually feel and instead feed them answers that you think will make them happy or make the person that you will be with or are with comfortable Instead of telling the truth in a way that doesn't hurt the person, but still conveys how you actually feel or think. Another thing in when you share your life with another person, other than restricting your option because now you have somebody else's opinion that's in your chili... Even though you pay all the bills or you're receiving the benefit of not having to pay the bills, it's double standards that come in now. The double standards. We all have them, we're all hypocrites on some level. Do your double standards allow you to get away with things that are totally red flags? Meaning, as a guy, Do you have a lot of female friends that you're allowed to hang out with and chill with and just kick it with, while the woman that you're with, you don't allow her to have male friends? You scrutinize her and keep her away from any and all of them while you turn around and go hang out with them all the time? Or, do you, ladies, don't deal with any males other than your female friends? You have nothing but female friends and you have a problem with your significant other having female friends and you don't believe it because you don't believe males and females can be friends and that's your stance and that's how you see it and you're willing to die on that hill while it may make sense to you have you talked it over with the other person And in many cases, do you not have male friends in which you share the same type of bond that your dating partner or spouse has as well? Maybe it's a cousin. Maybe it's a brother. Maybe it's a guy at work. In all things, are you fair across the board? Yes or no? And the last point of your right to choose is, and this is for more of the married folks in the room, your right to choose your legacy. And this is a big one, and a lot of people don't go through or look at this, is your right to leave a legacy for your children and your children's children and your extended family. What is your legacy? Is it just money? Is it land? Is it rights? Meaning like rights to your home, rights to your business, rights to uh um, storage that contain a lot of things that you have a lot of memories to or is it the culture and the and the things that you taught your children are the legacy in which you hold and that a leg that's a legacy that you push. One interesting quote that I, I, I found that I think is wonderful is this is by Mr. Um, Shannon L. Alder. It says, carve your name on hearts, not tombstones. A legacy is etched into the minds of others in the stories they share about you. And that's deep. Carve your name on hearts. All throughout this thing how we talk about the right to choose, that's what you're really doing etching your name on either your heart or someone else's the good, the bad, the evil the wonderful things that we do to one another you choose to do them, good or bad and when you choose a legacy once again, you're sketching that in the minds and hearts of others Uh, did you just use your money as a bludgeon to get your way? and be ruthless towards those who you couldn't really trust, all the while the ones you love, you let them get away with murder? Or anything akin to murder? (laughs) Did you take the time to adequately prepare your children or those around you with a level of standards that will guide them through life? Or were your standards to the outside world and the people who came to your house higher than what you allowed your children, your spouse, to get away with? Meaning that those outside your house had to be pious and good people while your children and your spouse were lying, cheating, stealing, and backsliding individuals, or you yourself was that? Or do those things not matter? It's just the money and the land and the property that you pass. It's a legacy in which you choose to pass. Once again, that's your right. In all things, though, this is our life. This is how you live. Whether you're living unto God or you're living unto just doing whatever the heck you want. It's your right. But choose wisely. Okay? Choose to live the very best life you can live. And if you do involve yourself in another, I would hack you to do good to them, or at the very least, do no harm. But in all things, you have the right to choose for yourself. Choose wisely. Thank you again. This was Seventh River. I'm your gracious host, Wayne Boyd, signing out. Have a wonderful afternoon and be blessed. Bye.